The Lil Rel Show, that's right. Wait. The Lil Rel Show that didn't do that. Hold on, hold on. Where's Trombron? Oh. Well, get in there, dude. He hit the record key. Ron Trombron. Ron Chonbron, John Bron. I've hey, got him in Discord. Yeah. That's why it's weird. Yeah, that's my bad. Duel. Hey, Will. What? We were talking about your pup. And yeah. How she's I was, squeaking. I was saying how... Yeah, and I was saying how she's going to be all yellow from all the pollen, and she's going to look like... And, I, and I'm going to visit and call her Pikachu because she'll be sneezing. We've been calling her Bumblebee because she picks up so much on her flanks. Oh, that's funny. Well, anyway, <laughs> uh, and then Tristan actually came up with a good one. We're just going to call her Puppachu. 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 She's, she's a good girl. She's having such a great time. She doesn't care about the pollen. She'll go on. out there and just roll in it. Oh, you guys are already like, recording with that one. Rolling, rolling. I see how it is. Don't even wait for the. She really does kind of look primary like a She's got black fur. The so beloved icon that is me. <laughs> Welcome back, Tron Bron Johnson. For those of us just joining, this is like our ninth attempt at recording because we're very bad at this. We had some Omar, Omar has like the worst internet apparently. It's like satellite. So it was crazy. It wasn't even my internet. It was specifically my computer. Just all oh. of a sudden, didn't want to connect to the computer. He just runs a VPN behind a VPN behind a VPN, so it's hard to hold. And then there's the seven connection. proxies in front of. I was that, gonna say so. behind a bunch of proxies. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I can neither confirm nor deny. I remember we used to get in trouble at <laughs> through a tornado. His homepage is literally just Silk Road. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we used to get in trouble for Invotech for running a bunch of proxies to get out to the internet because they would block it. Oh, and yeah, would, we used to they, do that. They would get real mad at us. Didn't and want I, me to get to the internet, shouldn't have blocked it. And I was taking Visual Basic, and I had made this instant messenger somehow that actually got through the entire firewall, so we were able to instant message each other when that wasn't possible with anything else. That seems safe. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> My teacher was impressed. The worst thing we did was just install a whole boatload of versions of uh, Halo for PC and store it all <laughs> over the file systems. I think there were at least 40 to 50 different editions of Halo for PC just in different nooks and crannies, and people would know where to find our, the launcher. Our computer admin was really stupid, and, like, everybody just gave him a shitty time all the time. And like, he, he would, like, use the same password, like, even the, the admin password. So there were, like, these two assholes that would just log in and change wallpapers to, like, gay porn, and they would, like, steal mouse balls and stuff, because it was the time when we had... I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure that he probably got fired for violence against children. Oh, my lord. Yeah, Yeah, I mean, that... I mean, that kind of behavior would drive an admin to insanity, so Mm -hmm. I get it. One of the guys... One of the guys that was in my class with me uh, got arrested because he had hacked into a bank, Uh, and he works for the government now. Yeah. Whoa. How did he get a job with the government after hacking into a bank? Listen, bro, if you want to stop somebody this, from hacking a bank, you get the guy that knows how to hack a bank. No, this kid was, this kid, he, he was a little bipolar. But I he can't was, argue with that. He was a little bipolar, but he was very smart. He would, he was making his own, literally making his own Xbox mods mm-hmm. just by himself. Mm. He didn't, like, buy a mod chip. He would, he open it up and show me. He's like, yeah, you know, this wire goes here, this does that, this does that, this is how you circumvent this. And I was like, dude. I remember he brought, uh, this was back in the day when you'd have like LAN parties and you bring your PC towers. Oh, yeah. And he, and he oh, had I this never, PC. I never went to PC tower LAN parties. We just all took our Xbox LAN. giant oh, we- televisions over and our Xbox, dude. I don't know how we didn't have back problems just from carrying like true 30, fact, man. 20, 24 inch tube TVs to our oh, friend's yeah. house around the block. And like, yep. uh, 
We made uh, our own patch. We made our own patch cords and stuff for like, Halo. Pool, we like pooled our money and went to Best Buy to get a, a land switch. Uh huh. This is literally yeah. the difference between yeah. growing up in a city and growing up in not a metro area. Well, I, I grew never up in, did any of that. I grew up in the middle of nowhere, and we, that's what we did. Mm-hmm. But did you have like houses and stuff? Mm-hmm. No, yeah. we lived. I mean, in I didn't have a house. My huts. parents had a house. I just was <laughs> allowed to stay there. Yes, we had a house. <laughs> no, but I mean a house as opposed to an apartment inside of an apartment no, building. No, we, had, we, we had a house. It's just like... I mean, that, that seems like it would be normal for people with houses. I guess so. I, I don't think that's normal. I don't leave in New York City with a goddamn TV in my Well, house. okay, that's fair. People made fun uh, of us. People made fun of us pretty frequently for doing those. Well, kinds sure, of but, but, his, but his point is, nerds. you could I toss mean, that shit in a car. You could have your mom drive you in your car. My mom, dude, we all live like on the like basically the same block. My mom wouldn't drive me anywhere. She's just like you walk your ass. So you carry that TV. You carry that. You take that TV to Tyler's or Steve's. Like you're, I'm not doing that shit. I remember being so so impressed and jealous though, because he had a computer with a 1.1 gigahertz processor back when most people were still rocking the megahertz, and I was like, "Oh man, it's so fast! You could do anything." Yeah, I was never I was never one of those PC gaming kids. As like mm-hmm. when I was like, my friends played uh, like RuneScape and stuff, and I just, I missed that boat completely because I was just always on GameCube and Xbox. I didn't play PC games, but I was always tearing apart PCs. And, and now they now they like reminisce and tell stories about the old Rune, uh, RuneScape days, and I'm like, mm, I don't, in I don't know. in high school, my uh, my one out. in high school, my science teacher, I think it was my science teacher or my English teacher, I don't remember anymore. It was a little, so long ago, but he. Uh, he had given me his PC tower because he wanted me to do some upgrades, mm-hmm. and uh, it was it was a like a compact or something. It was you just, like you just took a totally possibly altered PC from some strange man. Yeah, and then what I did, he it came. Paid, he was it came pre-installed with a whole bunch of webcams too. It was yeah. really wanted, beneficial. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Webcams were like the <laughs> size green, of bricks back then. That green light just means it's healthy. It yeah. means it's good. Yeah, yeah, webcams were like the size of bricks back then, but okay. <laughs> it needed own power supply and everything. Anyway, so uh, he hit all his you, child board. He gave yeah, it dude. All to you. Anyway, so I had uh, take this hard drive and don't ask any questions about it. In- <laughs> instead, I built instead I built him a whole other PC out of parts. If that two I had. men in suits show up at your house, please microwave it. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, and then at graduation, he had like slipped a note and like. Twenty or fifty bucks or something in my diploma. Yeah, dude, what, you whoa, for whoa. Sure. that's a little. He cute. gave you a computer. Sure, he gave you a completely <laughs> possibly altered computer and then gave you a paycheck, dude. I was willing to let the story slide until you yeah, told me, me you too. got paid off. You. <laughs> me too. It got creepy. <laughs> oh no way, dude. That that guy wanted to touch your peen. For sure. <laughs> well, here's a fifty. Don't talk about what happened. Here you go, my little computer boy. So he's just gonna sit somewhere. He's gonna be like, "Oh, the cast where we learned." It's just like the one where we learned about where Tony's Tony's trouble (laughs) came from. (laughs) This is all normal. It's just good. Anyway, welcome to episode 161 (laughs) of Land Party. I have some things to think about after this. Uh, So I'm uh, I'm Antonio. Tony. I'm Will. I'm Tristan. I'm Omar. Omar, Hello. talk up. God, Omar. God, Omar. God damn, you can't do anything right. Did you I'm end up Omar. getting that? There you go. Right, there we go. Did you end up getting the same mic that we all have, or do you have a different kind of mic? No, I have the same mic. I okay. just don't have a chair like the way you guys do, so. Do you no, have I mean, it on the proper wait, setting, just too? just stand up? What setting I'm, do you guys have it on? I'm on, a, I'm on a couch with a table that's too low, because if I go in the room with the desk, then you guys are going to hear what it's like to live in New York City. 
Uh, we suffered through that for a while. It's all right. Mm. Yeah. But the couch so, is good. So, what do you guys been playing? My pops take up all my furniture. That is also a different problem we can address in a different episode. Tony, what have you been playing? <laughs> I have still been playing my time at... So, here's the thing. You can call it my time at Portia or my time at Portia. Apparently, oh, is in it the not game, Portia? In the game, they call it either one. I thought it was Portia. Um, I thought it was Portia. It's weird. It could be either one, apparently. So I'm just going to call it Portia. Cause I, th- I don't know. I think I like the name Portia more than Portia. My time with my overly expensive car. Whatever. I've been playing that's, that game. That's not por- I mean, I guess you're right. That's I was Porsche. thinking more of like uh, uh, Ellen DeGeneres' wife. That's, that's how you say her name, and it's the same spelling. Anyway, so I've been playing that. Um, <laughs> that game is... Uh, hmm. The more it's, you know. It's strangely... It's strangely addicting, and you Did keep you, wanting to play it. Is it out on co- Switch now? It comes out, by the time you guys, uh, our fans listen to this, it will be out that week. It comes out the 16th. Okay. Um, it has uh, it has some very bad load times. Mm. Um, oh, that's on the PC like, edition, load times. This that's I'm a, talking console. Okay, okay, okay. It's been out on PC since January. Oh, I see. Um, on console, though, like if you go outside of your house and you load into the world, mm-hmm. uh, it's anywhere from 45 to a minute and 15 seconds. Uh, now, to be fair, the PR rep sent me a video yesterday because this is something that the team's been working on, and they cut it down to eight seconds, which is huge. So kudos to them. Eight seconds versus a minute and 15 is that's a long that's, that's, dude, night. That's a long time. Oh, dude, I always have my phone with me, and, like, I'm just, like, looking shit up while I'm waiting for this game to load. Um, that drive me the, to quit for the yeah, combat. The combat is really bad. It's just, mm. like, hackings. What annoys me about the combat is there's no um, skill needed, really. Like, they, they can hit you sometimes. You just kind of hack and slash your way through, and it's kind of like you hack and slash them, and they, like, slide back, you know? That's sort of the um, same way the combat is in, like, Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley feels more satisfying. Uh, I think you'd have to watch a video to see what I mean, because the other thing that's annoying, too, is you'll just get ganged up on. It's also choppy, um, and you'll get ganged up on, and when they're hitting you, you can't move, and you can't fight back. You just have to wait for them to stop hitting you, and then you can finally hit back. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just really fresh. It doesn't feel polished, and it's just kind of frustrating. Um, eh, And... The sound effects are pretty low quality when everything else seems re- relatively high quality, like the soundtrack. Um, I'd like there to be some more, uh, well, music would be nice. Because each season has its own like song, and that song just plays over and over and oh. over and over. And it's not like it's like a loop where it plays continuously. It has a beginning and an end. and so then it there's fades a period, out and then it fades and then back it comes, in? Yeah. Uh. Um... Well, maybe they'll add it in, in later editions. Maybe. The How long is the song, though? That's a better question. I don't know. I'm just too busy like crafting and building stuff. The other thing is um, is the PC version obviously looks better because it has the blades of grass and stuff. I talked about that before. But it also has voiceovers. And the voice acting is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, it, it, you know, this game's all about the charm. So the voice acting adds some charm to it. Um, whereas the P- the Switch version... And I'm assuming the PlayStation and Xbox versions, the console versions, according to my rep, don't have it at all. Uh, mm. And I don't quite understand why. Like, maybe for Switch, they could say, oh, well, you know, file size limits. It's like, okay, but then let me just download it. Right. Um, so I would like their, like, 
I would like to have the option of having voiceovers, and then you could turn that off if you don't want to listen to it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been talking with our our dear friends. Uh, well, Ophelia's been playing a lot of it, too, and she has a lot of the same weird complaints I do. But then at the same time, we find ourselves going back and playing more of it. And I think it's because, similar to Stardew, you're always seeing your progress on the farm. Because you start out with nothing, and you're just building, 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 building. And you're doing all these contracts for people, getting all this money and stuff. Right now, I'm about a couple thousand away from getting a really big expansion to my farm. Uh, because then I plan on expanding my house. So as you can tell, I already have all these plans that I want to put into motion. Um, for a game that is, uh, I, I want to say mediocre or slightly above mediocre. Um, it's tough because on PC it just feels so much more charming because it it has the sprawling grass that with all the blades that move in the wind and it, it has pretty good voiceover work. And then on Switch it doesn't have either one of those things. Right. Um, on Xbox and PS4 it looks like it has at least the grass. Um I don't know if, again, I don't know if it has voiceovers or not. Mm. Uh, I mean, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be 30 when it comes out. Um, that's what it is on PC, I believe. Um, if you're looking for a 3D version of Stardew or just something super chill to play that isn't Stardew, uh, I recommend it. It just has its quirks. Don't get the game for the combat. Get it for, if you like a crafting grind and just chilling out, um... Similar to Stardew, it also has, like, seasonal events, things like that. Um, but what I like what I like about it, uh, in contrast to Stardew, is in Stardew, you kind of feel like you're always battling the clock because you have three years to get everything done right. before your evaluation. Whereas this game, you just take it day by day, do whatever you want, whenever you want. Now, there are quests that have, like, Due dates, like deadlines, like 10 days, a month and 10 days, whatever. Um, but you can always quit them, and I'm assuming go back to them later. Uh, I've never given up a quest. I've only, like, turned them down if I was too busy. Um, so it's, you know, it's cool. It's it's not what I was completely expecting because I kept going off of, you know, PC trailers. Um, but for Switch, it's not bad. And, it, like... If you're going to get it and you are doing more gaming on a PC versus a Switch, I would get it there. Or if you're primarily, or you know you're going to play those kind of games primarily on your TV, I would say get it on a PS4 or Xbox if you have one. Mm. Um, but if your Switch is your only you know, option or you want it just for the portability, which is where I wanted it on, I would say pick it up for Switch. It's a good Switch title. Um, but it, it's just like... It's this weird love-hate that, that Fiori and I keep talking about that we have with this game because it's like there's so many things that kind of annoy you, little things, but you just keep diving back in to progress more and buy more farm animals and stuff like that. Um, so so we, would you say overall that it's been worth the time you've invested? Like you want to keep being in there or? Dude, according to Switch, I put like 60 hours in already. That's a good amount of hours. I mean, okay, so then if you've enjoyed the it to is- the point that you've spent yeah. much time that's probably a worthwhile buy even I would say so issues. and the, I would say so and the thing is I've barely scratched the surface yeah. uh, like I still haven't opened up there's a whole other island with another dungeon there's like a bunch of other areas I haven't really opened up yet right um, because I'm just focused on building up kind of like my home farm first um, 
and you have a skill tree and everything and you can reset your skill points like you've got all that rpg stuff you can you know find blueprints and you find these data disks in a mine because this is this is post-apocalyptic of course right because everything is now um, but you go into these mines and you can dig up like dishwashers and you find these data disks which are cds which is pretty funny. Mm-hmm. And you take the CD-ROMs to the research center, and after a couple of days, they're like, hey, we unlocked this blueprint for this, for that. So I just unlocked a blueprint for a recycling machine, which is nice, because if I ever want to um, like recycle old equipment for more, because I have more powerful equipment and I don't need it anymore, now I can recycle it and get raw materials back versus just selling it and having to get those raw materials again. Um, uh, I'm hoping so. This new update's going to come out right before the game launches, so people aren't going to have that minute plus load time that I've been kind of suffering through. It's going to be eight seconds, and that's it, which isn't terrible. Um, I'm hoping that when you pop into a menu like your inventory chests, it's a little quicker because it takes like two seconds, which sounds minimal, but when you're in and out of menus so constantly, it's kind of a long time. Um, yeah, I would recommend it. I, I going by the developer blog and everything, they they listen. Mm-hmm. Um, they've added a lot of things that people have wanted, a lot of quality of life things people want, and there's still more. So they listen and they implement, and you know, they act on it, which That's is cool. Good. So I thought, you know, I'm 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 hopeful. And Team Seventeen is the one who's handling uh, the publishing for console and stuff, and they've been really good at keeping me up to date on what's been going on. And things, um, which is cool. So I, I hope that it'll get better. But yeah, I, I recommend it if you're into that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I also have been playing Hob, which is you know still Tell me. A, Hob is awesome. Hob is like Hob is like Zelda, but you can make it way more difficult and have like one hit kills or two hit kills. Um, it's this weird kind of sci-fi story that I'm not going to spoil. Um, and you start out as this little creature and you're walking around and something, this big, like poisonous plant thing stabs you and your arm starts swelling up and this other big, like robotic towering monster guy comes over to you. He also stabs you. Well, he doesn't stab you. He chops off your arm (laughs) that was infected and then he carries you away as you're bleeding. And then you wake up in this like cave type area on this like bed and then you lift up your arm and you have this huge like mechanical arm that you can use like it's really strong. Uh, and throughout the game you get all these different abilities like a really strong punch ability. Uh, you get like ways to teleport. So it's kind of like Metroidvania in that there's different areas in a, that you can't access until you get different abilities. Right. Um, I'm playing the game on hard. I might bump it to very hard later if I want. Mm-hmm. Uh, it definitely... Man, Panic Button blows my mind. Like, it runs fucking great on Switch. And I played this game uh, on PS4 before it came out. Um, and even when it did come out officially, it just it had hitching problems. And the fan would run on high. Uh, and it just it didn't perform super well. But on Switch, in handheld and docked, zero right. hitching. Just, oh. It's uh, it's smooth sailing, man. Neighbors um, running upstairs. Sorry. Great, stupid neighbors. Mm-hmm. I definitely recommend it. That game's twenty bucks. Um, it's a nice. solid title. Uh, and I have 
also been playing... I think it's 10% off on uh, Switch right now, too. So yeah, but it's only 18. for a couple days, I think, yet. So you get, you get two bucks off, which is what I got it for, like, 18. Um, yeah, the sale ends on the 17th. So if, when, if you hear this, you've got a day or two. Oh, and I've also been playing Yoshi's Crafter World here and there. Tell me a quick overview of Crafted World and why I should care about it. Uh, I mean, if you like Yoshi's Woolly World or the Yoshi games, it's pretty good. It's not difficult. It's definitely a super chill, relaxed game. Mm -hmm. What makes the game challenging is... Collectibles. Collectibles. They'll be hidden in really uh, interesting places. Um, I haven't had any issues so far with bosses or anything like that, and I don't expect you because it's not that kind of game. Right. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but if you want something that's just super cute, super adorable to get lost in, that's just very easy going, and you like the Yoshi games, this is an adorable game. Um, I liked Woolly World, but I like the idea of Crafter World. Uh, I like when you flip the level over, and it's a completely other level on the opposite side of it. Um, I always like the Yoshi games because you're not pressed beating a, a, a timer. Mm -hmm. You just kind of explore. Uh, and this world is very fun to explore, and it's kind of cool to look at each level and look at how Nintendo approached design um, and level building based on the fact that they're trying to have this real-world, crafted world aesthetic. So it's like, oh, that's totally, uh, I don't know, coffee can, or this is a toothpick, or like popsicle it, stick, or whatever. That's cool. Like nice, what? Man. Uh, I was just I was thinking about how interesting it is to have sort of a full paper, uh, you know, whatever the diorama experience that you're sort yeah. of immersed One in. One of the yeah, cool about it is like everything everything is basically made of crafts, right? On yeah. the level, so like it's gorgeous. It's a very yeah, and it has kind of cool thing. It has kind of like two and a half D, so it's got like foreground backgrounds, mm -hmm. so you can like throw eggs at things much further away from you and stuff like that. Um, oh, you'll have to use that to get certain coins and things. I, I, I definitely like it. I, I recommend it. Yeah, um, Francesca seems to like it a lot. Yeah, I like it a lot more than, uh, was it Yoshi's Story or 3DS or whatever it was? Right. That game was okay. Um, if you like Woolly World, you'll like this. I think, I don't know if I like this more than Woolly World. I may. Um, but they're both equally awesome titles. Does it have Poochie? It does have Poochie. It does okay. have Poochie. It definitely has Poochie. Um, yeah, so that's my sales pitch. If you like Yoshi and you want something super chill, uh, nice. very bright, very colorful, yeah, grab it. Dope. Uh, is that all you've been playing? Yep. All right. <clears throat> Tris, uh, what have you been playing? Mm, not a whole lot that's new. Um, played some Sea of Thieves last night. That was a good time. It's been a long time not making any progress, but then we, it was like, we were at this, we were at the skeleton fort and there were like two other ships and then it slowly just kind of dragged down to one ship that just kept coming back as we kept sinking it. And we did this for like an hour and finally, like we got the key and we tried to run away with it so they wouldn't be able to get it. And there was a guy and like hiding in one of the skeleton towers by the fort and he just kept pummeling us and... Eventually we got away and they finally like gave up to they were like this isn't worth it So we got an entire skull for it, but it took like at least two hours to do that's a long uh, investment of time Yeah, but it was fun. It was a good time. That I look back good. at it and it was like it's fun um, yeah. I'm excited for those changes. They, they released a change uh, a uh, 
a video log yesterday about how the enhanced ship damage is going to work, and it looks real cool. Nice. Um, yeah, so it's like when you take a hit, if you take hits in multiple spots, the hole gets bigger and water will fill up quicker. Um, you can aim cannonballs and, like, you can take down the mast, and they have to, like, pull it up and, and patch it back up with planks, and you can shoot their helm and the uh, little spinny thing that drops the anchor, and they have to, like, repair those by shoving planks in those, which then replace the the levers on the those particular devices. And That sounds awesome, actually. It's pretty cool. It's going to make a lot more, because, like, you know, if, you're, if your helm gets stuff blown off it's gonna take longer to turn and right longer to draw the anchor and stuff so it's it, it'll add like a new layer of, of strategy for how you can attack other players for sure um so i'm excited for that and <clears throat> i picked up street fighter 30th anniversary for switch uh because i had a 20 percent off coupon how's that it's good. Uh, like we were, we, so my friends and I, we like to play games together, but we really like to play fighting games where we can watch each other play. Uh, like you know, Smash Brothers has spectating and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we tried to play Street Fighter Two, the one that came out like when the Switch first came out, and that has online play, but you can't spectate. You can't even have multiple people in the same lobby. Uh, but the the new one you can, um, and it's really cool because it actually the Online multiplayer is a mixture of four games. It's Street Fighter 2, Street Fighter 2 Turbo, Street Fighter 3 Alpha, and Street Fighter 3 Third Strike. Yeah. Um, so, like, when you go into the lobby, each person will pick which game they prefer, mm. and then it will kind of, like, roulette which one you're going to play. And then after that, there's, like, no load time. It just goes straight from there to the character select. So it's, like, running all four of them simultaneously or something. Oh, then, that's cool. Yeah, and then it just pops in, and you do this every match. So it's a very quick way to keep variety going in, in that game. And the net code works really good, you know? Nice. Um, yeah, it's a good time. And then been playing a <laughs> bunch of pups. Um, no, been playing a bunch of Grand Theft Auto Online, actually, since last weekend. Um just something like me and my friends all had, and we just got into it and doing some heists and missions and the driving around and shooting dudes in that game just still feels good. Um, kind of just been sticking mostly to like private lobbies because there's so many griefers in that game now. It's I, kinda, it's ridiculous. It, you can't go into one of those games without someone just trolling you for the sake of trolling you, and it just that's gets, annoying. It gets it really is. annoying. So, but luckily you can you can sort of filter that out. You know, with private layer, there are some things you can't do, but all of the stuff that we were doing, you can do just fine in private lobbies. That's good. But, yeah, it's a fun time. But yeah, they get they. I mean, I'm sure, like at this point, with Red Dead Online being their flagship product, they won't really invest much more time into it. But I wish that they would do something to deal with griefing in like main lobbies because it just gets real old real fast. Yeah, they almost kind of encourage it to a certain extent, though. It's just frustrating because. Like, dudes that have spent, you know, hundreds of hours and have all this souped-up gear and these flying jet bikes that shoot missiles and stuff, like, they're going to kill you every time and you don't stand a chance. So it's like, yeah. why why would you even waste your time in there? It's, mm-hmm. it's frustrating. That's, it's that's what turns me off of... It's basically the, uh, just encouraging you to pay to win, you know? Like, buy the shark cards, which I'm sure is intentional, but... 
That's yeah. what, it, it got, really got me out of Division One. I. I mean, mm-hmm. that kind of behavior. Mm-hmm. Well, that's what got me out of Grand Theft Auto because I used and, to play Grand Theft Auto GTA. all the time. Yeah. I yeah. I used to just like doing the heist. That was exclusively what I did. I didn't do the any races or anything. I love doing heists. I would do anything, any part of the heist, any small part, big heist. I didn't care what it was. I'll do them all over right. and over and over again, um, and I was happy with that. And it just got to a point where I couldn't unlock anything, even if I had money, because I had to have all these prerequisites on things that I didn't want to do. Right. And then that got really, really frustrating. And then I have to get to like an extreme level then to unlock it. Mm-hmm. That's that seems even more ridiculous. It's just like the, the the reward you make. Like we were doing one of the heists, and I was like, if we took an even split, you're making a hundred. 30 to 150k for a heist and all of the you know good stuff be it properties be it good weapons be it uh good vehicles like they're they're millions of dollars so right it's it's like the grind in that game and that's always been my complaint with that game is like the grind is so steep that it's like unless you're if you're playing to make progress in that game and it's not your primary game, you're not going to have a good time. But if you're just in there dicking around with friends and having fun that way, then, yeah, that's a, that's a much better experience. You French yeah, I mean, I, you should have pizza Yeah. When I played, it was primarily just to kind of enjoy the game, play the heist. The money came. The money came. Like, it was, you know, I played so much that even small, um, like, setups, I was yeah. getting money from the setups, too. So, it, like, I eventually had money to get certain things. And then when I wanted to get, I think it was, like, an armored... It's like an armored vehicle of yeah. some kind, like a real slick armored car. It might even have had a gun on the top, like a turret. I couldn't get it because I had to do, what are they, like like gun running missions or some shit like that? Yeah. yeah. And gun running missions are only with people online. You can't do it against you know computers or anything like that, like no AI. Right. Yeah. So it's just, it was frustrating because I don't like the trolls in that game and they're ridiculous. Mm. Yeah, it's weird, but... It's a good time to dick around in. Um, nice. Yeah. yeah. Um, PlayStation Smash. 4 used to do this crossplay. Some Smash. Played a little Forza Horizon. That game looks really good in uh, on the Xbox One X. Uh, Driving in that game has always been difficult. Mm-hmm. And then I started playing because last night you know they released that Star Wars trailer yesterday. That you know every time you see a new Star Wars trailer, I know. Quite, uh, quite nostalgic for Star Wars past. So yep. I hopped back into Star Wars: The Old Republic. Played a little bit last night, and then you got stuck immediately. And then this morning I had got on, and I immediately got stuck uh, between a, a rock and a tree. Just are you gonna to have to delete move. your character? Or uh, no, I'm sure when I log back in, it'll like put me back at the Jedi Temple or something because I wasn't very far from it. Yeah. Uh, but that just like took took the wind out of my sails for today. I was like, mm, I'm not gonna deal with that. Because right. <laughs> then I have to like log out and log back in and put in my security key. So I gotta like yeah. open an app for that. I'm like Too many steps. <laughs> so many steps. <laughs> Too many steps for fun. Don't put barricades. That's pretty much it. Fun. That's I think that's pretty I honestly don't know that there's a new game that I'm looking at buying oh I have well, I have Yoshi's Crafted World in the mail right now I got it for 45 bucks on like a mass drop type thing mm-hmm. online um, so that's supposed to come so I'll play that but after that I don't know that there's another game that I'm unless I'm getting something I don't know there's another game that I'm like looking forward to until Mario Maker 2 which is June cool so that's a, probably a bunch a of old stuff out. till then yeah 
I've got a couple games that are coming out that I'm looking forward to. Like? Um, I would say the Katana Zero on Switch. Mm-hmm. Uh, they, had that at, they had that at PAX. I know. It looked cool, man. Did you, get, did you guys play it at I all? I played it. It was hard. Is it good hard or like annoying hard? Well thought like out in, hard. That's what I want. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to definitely get that. And I also am probably going to pick up um, Cuphead on Switch because I have problems with games that make me rage yeah no you just got game pass yes i know i own it on xbox but i like the idea of playing it on the go also i tend to why don't why don't you see what your commute's like before you play it get it for switch to play on the go because well my commute is car so i can't play anything he's not he's not yeah exactly i can't play anything mobile while moving unless he's not driving i have to drive you get a self-driving car. Well, that you would can build also... a self-driving car. Let me go ahead and change careers so that I can create a <laughs> self-driving car. This guy won't even use Chrome because he is afraid of data stealing. You think yeah. he's gonna buy a car that does yeah, everything for him? I probably would get a car that. Did I give Will another five years. That's so antithetical. I know. I give Will. I give Will another five years. Well, it's before about he dumps it. Goes back to inside. You know what it is? It's about if we really want to talk about it, which we don't. But if we if we did, what I would say uh, is we don't. Keep, it's keep about talking. it's about who has the data and what they're doing with it. And a self driving uh, car can have a profile on me that doesn't necessarily match reality. You know who has Tony's know. data? Your high school PC teacher. Ooh. <laughs> also, <laughs> also true. That's a good throwback. I appreciate I had, that. I had no data, but thanks. <laughs> um, why don't I talk some. about what I've been playing then? Um, I picked up for on sale this week for like two bucks. Uh, Stories Untold. Did you guys ever play this? Ever I saw this? you. I, I was actually looking at my Steam library this morning, and I saw it. Because I have that on my wish list. Yeah, dude. And I was like, your friend Will owns this. And then I was like. It's well. lit. It's so good. I gotta tell you, okay, so I have been putting off buying this game for a long time because I saw it, I saw it come out, and I was like, oh, it looks interesting, but I'm not really sure that I want to play a text-based game, and like, eh, it doesn't really feel like what I want. Right. Anyway, love, I watched... People are loving this game. Dude, I watched um, somebody play just a little bit of the first story on YouTube because it popped up in my queue, and I was like, all right, mm-hmm. let's just see... Uh, Mark, I don't know, Markiplier did like a, a let's play through it. So I watched him play a little bit of the first text-based adventure, so uncomfortable in terms of atmospheric horror and tension mm-hmm. in that game and it gets really weird really fast in a great way it feels a lot like a mixture of um some 90s horror vhs game mixed with um what's that show that came out a while ago that everyone was freaking out about stranger uh, things stranger things yep uh <clears throat> mixed with like a text-based adventure but not but it's interesting and and what what threw me off for a while is I thought every one of the stories were text-based games they're not the first one is a text-based horror v- adventure game and you go into and play that the second one is more like you're a lab technician doing an assistant doing assistant work and it's like point and click to start up oh, really? and engage with different like technological equipment and then you have to turn and look at the computer and put put commands in to like interact with the equipment again and you're getting instructions on how to run this really horrifying experiment that gets really weird really fast uh and then the third one is like you're a research assistant at an outpost in the middle of nowhere 
in like the Arctic and you keep getting these radio signals that you have to decode. So you look at your Scantron machine on the left and like scan through all these microfilm instructions to decode what you're supposed to put in on the computer and like input lines of code. Right. Uh, and then it, that gets really weird. And then that turns into more like a first person exploration as you leave, like it's, it gets really weird, really fast. And the fourth story, like I can't tell you about because it's sort of the culmination of all three of these coming together into one really messed up adventure. But I have never been more unsettled and playing this game because it, it, it's not, it's not just you in the game. It's your character in the game playing a game. So is it the same character across all four stories? Um, I don't want to. I don't want to reveal how the story plays out, but I will tell you that they are interlinked um, in a very weird and unexpected way. Uh, and I really appreciated how the story went um, in the direction that it did. I, I did not expect how the story were was going to turn out, and I. Um, I really want to get into it and talk about it, but I don't want to spoil it because it's yeah. Such that seems an like the type of game where you can really only experience it once, and then you, you kind yeah. Of... It's it's like going through a a movie that you it it sticks with you. It's really well done, and for the discount price of two dollars after its usual ten, absolutely a steal. I would hundred percent pick it up. Um, I think it'll still be on sale one or two days after this uh, pod. It may not be though, um, so. Um, it's worth the ten. I'll put it this way: it's worth the ten dollars. I should have bought it at, at full price, but on sale is a definite buy. Nice. Um, so do recommend. I also picked up uh, Transistor for Switch. Oh, I saw you were playing that. It, I, I forgot yeah, that's on Switch. It's a great. It's a great game, man. I, it I, is. I saw it. I've I've bought it before. I've had it before. But how, how much was it? Um, I think it was ten. I don't, oh, I don't that's it. Was it? Too much. I would I would mind me playing that again sometime. Yeah. Um, I never it was got definitely cast. worth doing. A certain point. Every time I played that game, I just always got to a certain point and just stopped playing. It gets really hard. Well, that's the thing. I I felt the same. I've never beaten it, and I've I've always keep getting to the certain point and I stop playing. And I think it's because it gets really difficult. But I mm. figured maybe I would have a better time with controllers than mouse and keyboard. Um, maybe I would feel more interested in booting it up if it was a quick play, like on Switch, instant load kind of game. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, and it and it has, in fact. Uh, given me much more reason to dive in and play, uh, and I've been pushing forward in that. I've already gotten past where I was before, and I'm enjoying it a lot, just revisiting that kind of story. It's a beautiful game. It's a beautiful game. The art is amazing. The music yeah. is amazing. It's a really well-done um, little story, and... Uh, I always like the gameplay, the, too. I'm pleased that I picked it up. Yeah. To be honest, the story is what really had me going for a while there, as yeah. far as what, what kept me going, because it wasn't the game, you know, mm-hmm. the... It got really difficult, but I was like, like I want to know what the hell happens. And then I got yeah. to a point where I was like, all right, I, I can't deal with this shit. It's too much. Yeah. I, will and I was tell playing you, it on iOS, honestly. So No, well, that's the thing. I, I had it on iOS, too. But I, I think iOS controls are difficult to plan out. Um, I am enjoying it more now that I have taken time to like dive in again and really give it another look over. It's easier to understand now because all of your powers can be modified to work with other powers. So mm. it's what happened the first time I played it was I just set my initial action group and I never changed it. And like I modified it a little bit, but I was like, all right, cool. Well, this is my, you know, crash does this and blaster version does whatever blaster version does. And like, that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but I had a a much better time playing with it. And now there's like limiters you can put in that give you more experience per battle, but make it more difficult. Um, and you don't have to play with those, but you can. It's cool. It's a cool game. I do anyway. I do recommend it. It's good on Switch. I've enjoyed it there. Um, I've also been playing Into the Breach, which I picked up a while ago on Switch, just because it's been a good week for games. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely enjoyable. And after I've now played a couple of hours into this game, probably ten to twelve hours in this game, and I will tell you that after you unlock a couple of islands, and you you start to notice that there are coins you can earn for doing certain things with certain groups and you can spin those coins to unlock different mech groupings Mm -hmm. so now i have unlocked another set of three mech walkers rift walkers that can go in and like one of them has a lightning arm and can chain lightning through all the bugs that are connected tile to tile awesome awesome upgrade but then the even more the even cooler part of this is once you've unlocked more than three mechs you can make a custom mech battle group that can go in. So you can have all three, you know, mech warriors that walk around and no long-range whatevers, or you can have all long-range whatevers. Uh, you can you can sort of build it how you want. You can make your dream team that goes in and wrecks stuff, and it's much easier to do that once you have more than the initial group. And correct mm-hmm. me if I'm wrong, but when your mech dies, that's it, right? Your pilot's done you're not exactly i thought that was going to be the case no when you when you go back in time um if i'll put it this way if your mech dies in a mission then that pilot is dead for the run okay gotcha um and then it's replaced with a with a rift walker android that sort of sits in the pilot seat um but when you go back in time if you lose the whole mech like this timeline is dead you know if you go back to the initial launch point, all of your pilots are available for the launch. Okay. Does a yeah. does a human player have powers? Yeah. More. Yeah. So they have more to offer than like mm-hmm. a, a robot player. So you couldn't yeah. just like you wouldn't you wouldn't have a good time like just keeping your one human player that's left in the corner while everybody else just kind of. You would wanna you wanna bring a human with you or or one of the androids that you can sort of unlock and and rescue from time pods and doing certain missions can net you the ability to rescue or like save a certain building because it has a scientist in it. Mm-hmm. And like that scientist will then come back with you to the rift gate and, and launch for future timelines. But um, yeah, so like some, some of my rift walkers have the ability to have a free move action after they attack, or one of them has the ability to reset the playing field, which is sort of like undo my last turn because I totally flubbed it. And you can do that once per um, mission, I guess, for yep. free, but one of them has an extra one, so you can do it twice per mission. Anyway, it's it's really good. I do recommend it. It's, a, it's an excellent sort of follow-up to FTL. It has a lot of FTL feel to it. Uh, really loving it. That's Into the Breach, and I'm playing that on Switch, and it feels really good there. Nice. Um, also, bopped around in Goner, which I picked up a long time ago when Switch oh, first yeah. came out. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that game. Dude, it's really good. I that love that fun. game. It's just it's just a fun time. Um, it's a good show it has new, It's Yeah, it's got a new update. It doesn't really add too much more than... Uh, I think there's, like, another weapon. Um, but I haven't unlocked it, so I, I don't know what it is. And there's also uh, new Switch tile art which honestly makes it more appealing to play uh i there's something about switch tiles if they look really good i'm gonna click on it if they don't i don't really want to go back in there even if i know the game is great um 
The right. snake. No, honestly, the snake pass problem. We talked about this a long time ago, but snake pass had awful art that it changed to. Oh, the, the, the menu art. The icon, yeah, the too. menu yeah, icon. Thing. And I was like, eh, like, I know it's a good game, but I just don't... I don't really want to go in there because it doesn't look appealing when I look at the tile. Like, I, all this other stuff looks appealing. Anyway, I don't know. They fixed it a long time ago. But Goner has a new app tile. Looks good. Uh, and I've also been playing a whole bunch of Alien Isolation. I'm probably about a third of the way through that game because it's huge, uh, but totally awesome. And I'm also playing Deponia... The Complete Edition, which I talked about a long time ago. I've had it for a long time. It is a point-and-click adventure on a junk planet where you sort of solve puzzles to unlock the story about a guy who is a complete and utter buffoon uh, trying to get with this girl who is never going to get with him. But it's funny to watch him try. It's a lot of in-jokes, um, a lot of little fun, uh, like, combine this balloon with this hook to send it up a pipe to unlock something later in the level. Like, it's it's just fun. It's a good little point-and-click adventure. It's very long, super long. The complete edition is three games, and then there's a fourth one called Deponia Doomsday, uh, which I'm trying to get to by beating the original, so. Fun times all around. Do recommend. Um, but yeah, man, pick up, pick up Stories Untold. Do recommend that if you're, if you're on the fence about any of these games. I think that that might be something that I pick up. Yeah, dude. Um, I, you should get it today, because I think the Steam sale ends soon. Oh, okay. Um, and, yeah, so Omar, what have you been playing? Um, so there's two games I've been playing. I still started messing around with Game Dev Tycoon on my phone mm-hmm. during my commute. Uh, finally got the hang of that game. I'm almost at, like, 40 years now in that game. 40 years. Yeah, I think the max, I think the max is... 40 or 45 so i'm almost done um but i've racked up like right now i have over 200 million in the bank whoa um and i've spent a lot of money on like like now i've been researching my own console or getting Mm -hmm. hardware and stuff like that um so Uh, it's gotten that game yeah that game's gotten really interesting and i think i might have to restart it again to really because now that I have the hang of it and I understand kind of how it works and what I'm supposed to do and how I'm supposed to hire people. What in the... Who? What? What? <sighs> These people. Hey, hold please. <laughs> These guys in suits, they want info. Yeah, dude, he's trying to find yeah. out what's on that hard drive he got. Yeah. <laughs> it's FBI. All right. Um, anyway. So, finally got the hang of that game. But like I said, I want to restart it and I kind of want to see if I can do things a little bit sooner mm-hmm. because I'm there's still more that I don't think I'm going to get to finish the console by the time I'm, I'm done with the game because I think I've done everything a little slower to try to get the hang of it. So yeah. I might have to go back and do it again. Um, the game, though, that I've been spending the most amount of time on is Slime Rancher. That's uh, a great game. Ah, yeah. Tell me about that. Yeah. So it's an already so game. Just got into it. Um, <laughs> Said the plort lord. I, I had to restart it a few times, honestly, when I first started playing the game. Because um, you suck? Because yeah, I didn't read the instructions. Uh, uh, kind of just it. clicking. I was clicking through. I just wanted to get to it. Um, but I kept making tar slimes. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want that, man. But then I also didn't know how to kill them. So I just kept restarting every time they came up. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's a long... It even gives uh, you the tools to beat them in the beginning. Well, you have to buy them. You have to buy the water thing. 
You oh, gotta yeah, have the water right. thing, man. Yeah, you, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't even know you could do upgrades. I'm telling you, I didn't read anything. Oh. So well, after the few first restarts, then I started. I was like researching. You know, how do I kill the tar slimes? And they were like, "Well, you gotta just hit them with water." And I was like, "I get water." <laughs> and then, and then I got it. But um, <laughs> now I have a bunch of. I have two sections now that I've been able to buy because I've. I finally got the hang of getting the automatic port collectors. Um, the automatic plort. food dispensers, plort, sorry. And, uh, the food dispensers, I have double walls, I have the, the net on the top. Yep, yep. Um, cause they are bouncy little bastards. Um. Now, have you, uh, like crossbred them at all? Yes. Most of okay. them are crossbred that I have. So I have. Yeah, that's the way you have to do it. I have one section that are the kitties and the rocks. I have one section that is... Kitty and the balloons. Where are you playing this? Is it PC? Uh, Xbox, yeah, PS4. Okay. Oh, I didn't even know it was on PS4. Yeah, thought it was just Xbox, PC. Nope, came on everything, huh. except for Switch. Um, then. Well, I know I have the bombs, the bombs and the pink guys. So basically, I tried. I, my 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 purpose was to try. They have your name on them. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. All right. Well, that's awkward. I just got flowers delivered to me. Yay! Oh. Who? <laughs> well, this Who the, hold on. This podcast could take an interesting turn. Yeah. What Who sent you yeah. these flowers, well, Omar? Because according know, to my, Francesca's my tone, just, it didn't sound like her. It is. I thought. <laughs> I thought she got them for her, and I was telling her I didn't get her those flowers. Oh, well, she's like, these are for you. Happy. Hold on. Let's, right, put a, well, let's put a pause What's on, on this. the card? What's, What's on, the on the card? card? What's on the card? What's All on the card? Right. Babe, bring them here. You gotta read the card, bro. You better. You better hope she doesn't have a switch knife. If he mutes real quick and disappears for the next thirty minutes, we'll know some shit's up. We might. There might be a death on this podcast. <laughs> Episode one sixty one down one. Well, Jesus. No. What's on the card? What's on the card? It's from the guys I work with. I what? No, what no, no, no. So I, I, there was recently a death in the family. Like, oh, oh that's right. Wow. Well, that's thoughtful of them. Yeah, that's really nice. I've, that's never happened before. That's pretty cool. Yeah. You mean, you mean that never happened at Apple where everyone loves everyone? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah, that's that was nice. really nice. That, that's I thoughtful. didn't expect that. We send yeah. you our condolences as well. Cause yeah, we same, you. dude. Yeah, thanks. Dude. Just not in flower form. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> no, and it kind of sucks, actually, because the, the one... So my uncle passed away. My great uncle passed away a couple mm. uh, weeks ago. Um, and that's what they know about. And, and yesterday, actually, I found out my grandmother in, in Nicaragua passed away. Ah, oh, dude. Aww. So it seems very interesting that it came today, you know? Yeah. I don't know. Kind of Kind of weird, but... Very, well, sorry very to, appreciative. Yeah. Sorry to hear that, man. It, that, no, it's that all sucks. good. Yeah. yeah. She yeah, lived a she lived a long, great life. She was about ninety seven. Oh think. wow, that's a solid. Yeah, clip. dude, she was up there, man. Um, she hit the level cap. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, wow, that was very nice. I was not expecting that. Great, man. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Hey, Omar. <laughs> did you get the? Uh, 
Did you get like the auto planters? Did you did you unlock the drones yet? They have drones now. No, Wait, I haven't done that. Yo, they have drones. They have little like there's separate islands and stuff now. No, yeah. so I got so I have two sections right now. I have I have one uh it, so in my main area I have carrots that are growing. I have them near the areas where my guys have to eat either vegetables or everything. Yeah. Um, and then I have fruit, a fruit tree <laughs> growing on the side. I have a coop with a bunch of chickens and roosters. Um, what's happening? Uh, that's fine. That's, that's how you feel? Yep. No, no. Continue about the carrots. No, Tristan's bored with everything. He's always yawning. No, it's fine. <laughs> and, uh, and then I have one section for these like radiation... And and I think they're also pink as well because they eat only meat. So I, I couldn't deal with that. Um, yeah, you have to crossbreed the the pink ones with everything else because then you can feed them anything. Yeah, yeah, and that's been really convenient. I have a couple of them that are like the one the the cats and the, the cat and rock one that I bred together. I just feed them carrots because they can eat vegetables. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. So that works out for me. Um, Omar. I I love you, bro. I'm going to have to cut you off. We've got to move this cast along. Let's hit the news. I love you, what, buddy. Is that what, what you've been playing? What? I oh, got, actually, have I got what a else water guy, too. Oh, yeah. The puddles are great. The yeah. puddle slimes are, are Wait, there are water adorable. slimes? Yeah. Oh, shit. i got to get back in. They the float game. on the top. Oh. And you don't have to feed them because they just feed off the water. Oh, and then you get them a rubber ducky and they're like, squeak, squeak, squeak. Oh, I and you can get them a beach yet. ball. Oh. Yo, dude, and then you can get your your lamp, your like glowing ones. You get them a lamp. You get the rock ones a bomb. It's good stuff. Oh yeah, I haven't done. Oh, you get, get any of that? Yeah, you get the cat ones. You get <laughs> a, a big oh, ball of yarn. Hold up. Where, you get the where do I do you get all the that? Do, you get the dog ones a bone that doesn't squeak. Dog? I haven't gotten any of the dog ones. There's not a dog one. Oh, that was well. for that was for Will. Oh. Uh, all right. Well, played you played myself. anything else? Uh, no, actually. It was pretty much just Slime Ranch. I've just been on it for this pretty much the last week or so. Sweet. So we're going to roll on into the news. Bom, 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 bom. So, in the world of PlayStation, uh, you can finally change your PlayStation Network ID, although we don't recommend you do so. Uh, there's still a bunch of gotchas. So the first name change, the base, basic uh, gist is the first name change is free. <sighs> After that, it's $10 a name change. And it breaks a whole bunch of stuff. Not anymore. Potentially. It, potentially. Um, there are, uh, so for example, Little Big Planet was marked as critical. Uh, but uh, Media Molecule came out and was like, hey, this actually isn't critical. You know, you your some of your old progress and scoreboards might be tied to your old ID, but we actually migrate your profile and everything to your new ID, so it's not that big of a deal. You're not going to lose a bunch of things. Um, so, yeah, um, that's basically the gist. If you have an offensive name, Sony's been automatically changing them. Uh, before, if you had an offensive name, you'd get automatically banned. Now they will just enter, uh, issue you a temporary ID until you change it to one that's suitable. Uh, with their terms. Uh, there's no limits as to how many times you can change your IDs back and forth. And your old IDs are always tied to your account. So, for okay. example, if I change my name from Tone Zone, nobody else can take the name Tone Zone. It'll always be mine. Um, yeah. 
uh, Sucker Punch is looking for a narrative writer to help finish out Ghost of Tsushima's open world. And it's got some fans in a bit of a frenzy. Uh, the Seattle-based studio uh, is after a quote-unquote high-quality dialogue, uh, someone who can write high-quality dialogue under tight deadlines for a diverse cast of characters who live in the world of 13th century Japan. Hmm. Uh, so a lot of people are speculating and worried that uh, with that kind of job description, maybe this game is not going to make its 2019 release, uh, which seems fair. I mean, if you're in that level, who knows? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know all the ins and outs of how every game is produced. So, yeah, But it seems like it may not make that 2019. So I don't know. Uh, in Xbox news, Games Pass is getting some pretty stellar games this month. If you are an Xbox Games Pass Games member, you will get Monster Hunter World, which is pretty dope. You will get Prey, which I'm excited about because I'm too lazy to pick up the copy from Will. And now he could just mail it to me, but he doesn't have to because I can just get it from Games Pass. You can play Resident Evil 5, Life is Strange episode, Life is Strange 2 Episode 2, which I'm very excited about, and The Golf Club 2, which I've never heard about. <laughs> so cool. Uh, Microsoft has started a spring-summer sale for Xbox with almost 500 deals on games and games-related content. The sale, the sale starts now and ends April 22nd, so you can check it out. There's a link it's or all kind of just, the same stuff that's always on sale, though. So. Yeah, it's not. Or you could just Google it. Yeah. There's not too much in there. they gotta, uh, they got to have new games where they can put them on sale. Otherwise, it's just going to be the same stuff. I have no Nintendo news other than the fact that uh, Labo VR came out. Um, I might pick it up next week uh, or maybe possibly today, depending on where we go, because it's supposed to be nice outside. Uh, in industry news, Blue Point Games are the talented uh, team who brought us the remake of Shadow of the Colossus for PS4. And they said that they're working on their latest title, which is a new IP, that they claim is kind of like a re-envisioning of uh, Shadow of the Colossus. So interesting. That could be interesting. Uh, last week, we reported that Ubisoft has stopped making toys for Starlink Battle for Atlas. Now the company has confirmed the halt in production is permanent. Uh, and they shared the following information. They said, Despite the immense and continuous support from our players, the sales for Starlink Battlefield Atlas fell below expectations. Not Consequently, we recently made the decision to not release any additional physical toys for the spring update and in the future. <coughs> we are wow. currently hard at work on our biggest update to the game so far and are pleased to tell you... Uh, to tell all of you that there will be new digital ships, pilots, and weapons to collect. Additionally, there will be a ton of free content to expand your game, such as additional missions, challenges, and new activities to engage in throughout Atlas, including content that was inspired by community suggestions, such as Outlaw Racing. Ah. Man, like, so I that's mean, pretty that, wild. That game's good. Like, that, that public announcement frames it like that's a bad game. It's but it's not. Game. It's a good game. It's just nobody wants to buy plastic shit anymore. And that's why I wanted to read the whole quote because I don't want people thinking that it's not a good game and that it didn't sell well because it's not a good game. It's a killer game. It, it just – no one wants all these cumbersome plastic it's toys. It's just frustrating because you can – like that game, because of poor sales, it's digitally regularly on sale for cheaper than – you can get the mm -hmm. deluxe edition for cheaper than you can get a physical starter pack. Yeah. yeah. Like – so there's no incentive anymore to, unless you just want, like the Star Fox one is really the only one I could sit here and be like, yeah, maybe buy that for, because it's Star, Walk, Star Fox. I, and I thought about it too for the Nintendo Harley, but I don't yet. know. Um, <laughs> did you do did Nintendo you, news yet? I didn't have anything. I just had uh, 
Oh, I, geez, I just I got, had the Labo VR. I got some stuff. All right. Well, yeah. let me finish the industry news, and then we can pop in Nintendo to finish. Okay. Uh, did you know that Doom is a very hard game to speedrun? I did know Which, this. No. Which one? Why, the original. Why do you ask? Well, it's because at the end of every level, the in-game timer always rounds your completion time down by a full second. And as we all know, speedruns are often bested by the milliseconds. Um, so to make matters worse, the specific level that someone's tried that has been trying to speedrun uh, has held the same record since September 1998. Uh, and the reason it's been so hard to beat is because not only do you have to shave off a full second of gameplay, you also have to deal with random enemy encounters. So every time you speed run, it's completely different than the last one. Mm-hmm. Um, so no two tries are quite the same. So a guy named Forshock Blast uh, now holds the new record of, I believe, nine seconds or under nine seconds for this particular level. So I just thought that was cool because 1998, that is a long-ass time to hold a, uh, a record for. Yes. That's awesome. That's cool. Yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, uh, last week, Bethesda announced a new item will be coming to the game soon. By that game, I mean uh, Fallout 76, of course, uh, called Repair Kits. So hmm. rather than waste resources repairing weapons and armor, players will be able to use these kits instead. But, of course, there's a hitch. Players will only be able to buy them through Fallout 76's microtransaction store. So, uh, you know, the five people who are playing can get Do that. that. Uh, there's also a trailer for Nino, the Nino Kuni movie, uh, which I did not link to, but you could just, you know, go on YouTube and search for that. Uh, develop, developer Massive Entertainment revealed that Division 2 will soon be getting a public test server for PC, which will no doubt help roll out updates and balancing tweaks for uh, not just the PC platform, but all consoles as well. It's funny, I keep forgetting that Ubisoft doesn't develop that game, and it's someone else who develops it, and Ubisoft mm-hmm. just publishes it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice could very well become From Software's most bankable release to Dude. date. It looks after, so good. After clearing 2 million copies in the first 10 days. No reason not to buy that game. I'm going to buy that game. I'm, I'm probably so, going to buy surprised. that game today because it looks so good. I did not know that there was so much mobili- mobility in that game. Oh, yeah? It's, dude, you, you have a grappling hook from the get-go, and you can jump on every building and branch. Like, if you want to skip a battle, all you got to do is just go over them. Oh. I'm gonna have to check this out. It's so cool. I watched I watched some guy do a speed run because I'm when you see speedruns, you learn almost nothing about the story plot or the actual difficulty. Like it's right. just interesting watching them fly through these levels really, really fast. Mm-hmm. It is insane how fast this guy floated from the start level all the way to the end boss and smoked him with the start start weaponry, start items, just Insane. I think he did it in 33 minutes huh. using the grappling hook, just bouncing over everything. And it's not even leaving the level. It's just running on the walls, running on the on the surface of things. You can grapple, you can jump, you can uh, hang off the edges of things. It's like, it's like Dark Souls, but if you were an actual samurai or a ninja. Like, that uh, that, it's interests, that so actually interests cool. me now. Yeah. Um, cool. Uh and has since deleted blog post on Square Enix's website. It has been confirmed that Octopath Traveler will be making its way to PC via Steam on June 7th of this year. That should be interesting. 
that's all I got. So, Tris, what Nintendo news do you have, sweetie pie? Uh, well, first of all, Reggie Schnookums. finally is officially stepped oh, down. Oh, that's right. President. So, R. And Doug Bowser. Yeah. Bowser holds the keys to the Mushroom Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Um, Nothing could go wrong there. The Settlers of Catan has a June release date now on Switch. I don't know if that has online multiplayer or not, but... I would expect it to. I mean, Catan is integrally yeah. a multiplayer game. I would not expect yeah, it to but, be fun just playing against AI. Do board games like that yeah. generally have online multiplayer? Or are they yeah. more like an expectation that... Well, because there's didn't um, Pandemic have a a game version like this? Like there was an iOS port, but you could play it, and it became it's it's like a turn based. Yeah, I think you're right. So Um, like it sends a request, and it says, "Oh, it's your turn to play." You know, not exclusively Nintendo news, but Disney Plus got announced for November release, and they are targeting to put it on all consoles, including Switch. So. Your, right. your youngins can stream all of the Disney and Star Wars and junk and stuff, and it's also going to have like the entire run of The Simpsons on it. it was I was cool. going to say 30 years yeah. of The Simpsons yeah. are going to be That's on it. pretty dope. Um, Octopath Traveler is no longer going to be a Switch exclusive because it's yep. coming to PC in June, which yep. is cool because that game will look really good in uh, Ultra HD. Would you um, buy it again? Would I buy I, it again? I, I would not. I would not buy it again. I would because play it I again, though. Well, I, would, I mean, I'm still playing through it right now. I was going to um, say, if I play it again, that means I have to start it over. But yeah. Just, like, finish. Um, I don't I'm think st- that I'm I staring at it right now, because that's the... Uh, I used a still of that for the image of the weekly retro, and it mm-hmm. looks so good. And I'm just like, man... Uh, God Eater 3 is coming to Switch, which was kind of surprising. Mm-hmm. Um, that's sort of like a Monster Hunter type game. It's, you know... Same same type of idea, but very much more anime. Uh, and I think it's only single player. But uh, that's coming. <coughs> and update Splatoon. Mm, Hellblade's out, so get that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Hellblade is the kind of game you can only play with headphones on. Mm-hmm. And I suggest playing it in the dark. Mm-hmm. But definitely, at, at least headphones. You can. It's not as long as The Witcher Three. Well, that's because. Well, first off, The Witcher Three <laughs> is long, but also not everyone plays it three times across three consoles <laughs> with um, all the DLC and puts six hundred hours into it. There was a there was a Nintendo commercial that came out a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, that was like a, a Switch, like My Way type thing, where it's showing like little kids and families playing games but one of them was a smash brothers commercial and when they did like a dramatic zoom up of like the switch console in the dock and it showed the tv in the background mm-hmm. it sort of revealed the smash menu has a stage builder which isn't currently in the game so they Ooh. basically leaked that there's a stage builder coming to smash yeah, which isn't know. crazy there's been one in every game since brawl but yeah, they um, know what they're doing Good just a, just a it, it's funny, like, to, I don't know whether that was intentional leaking or just, like, you know, the people in charge of filming that having no idea, like, how those games work and their job is just to make, you know, cool videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if it was an intentional leak, that's pretty effective. Um, uh, Bethesda said that Wolfenstein Youngblood will be a download code instead of a physical card because of the size of it. So if you have data caps and you plan on getting that, you know, take that into account. 
I think that's all I have. Nice. Um, well, okay. Is that all the news then? Yeah. Oh, there's a, there's a Star Wars game coming to Switch. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. Um, Star Wars Pinball. What's, what's it? God, I hate you so much. What's it called? <laughs> it's called Star Wars Pinball. No. I'm not making that up. I know you're not. I'm talking about the other one that people actually give a shit about. What's oh, it? New Order. Yeah, there's, New a, Order. there's a Star Wars game that is yeah. coming called New Order. <laughs> not for Switch. That's going to be a console, Consoles. you know, proper HD, 4K PC game. So EA um, came out. And they said on Twitter, was that yesterday or this morning? It was yesterday. And they were like, uh, it's not going to have any loot boxes. There's no DLC, like, add-on purchase bonuses. There's no, like, pay-to-win garbage. It's a single-player narrative. Uh, Did they show a trailer? I need to watch it. There's no trailer yet. There's no, no trailer yet. Uh, let me tell you, though, they're not adding it what in the a goddamn yeah. hot take that is to advertise and market <laughs> that your game is... No microtransaction, single player only experience when your company is the company notorious for packaging that into all of your products. It's like, mm-hmm. trust us, we won't, uh, we won't screw you again, again, and 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 again. This is, if, if they're not lying, if they are actually trying to cash in on a single player narrative, which is all that people have been asking for for a very long time from EA specifically, then it could be... I mean, dude, EA needs it. EA it needs it, and I'm, like, pretty sure at this point, like... They're probably desperate enough to do it. <laughs> Bob Iger has EA on speed dial, and he calls them every day, and he's like, yo, last chance. Yeah, because if they don't... If they don't... If they don't manage to fix this, if they don't actually rescue the IP with this game, I'm sure they're going to pull the plug. Disney's not going to let EA hold the yeah, keys I, I know that they have a contract through a certain amount of time, but like if they just keep dropping, you know, steamers Turns. like this, then yeah, dude. there's if no anyone, way to, there's no way Disney re-ups that contract. If For anyone sure, could no. back out of a contract like that, it would be That's Disney. true. They would just buy EA and then sh- yeah, shut them down. Cuz would that be something? <laughs> it's hard to mess up Star Wars IP. It's and so hard, and they Battlefront keep doing it. One and two have been questionable at best. Listen, they're good playing games. Just the the business around them is so bad that it mars the game. Yeah, dude. So if you log into Battlefront two now, if it's been a couple of months since you played last, you probably have about forty loot crates. Yeah. That have been put into your queue because you just get you get all these ones with updates. I started up again, and I had about forty five to go through. And I just opened them all, and I didn't give a crap about any of the things that I got because none of them, made, like none of them, like they don't make a difference to the game. I mean, they really do, but I had no joy opening them. Like an Overwatch loot crate, if I jump in again and play because there's new updates, I enjoy opening those loot crates. Those are fun to open. Mm. Battlefront loot crates, I do not give a shit about. Anyway, cool. well. Uh, I guess that wraps up episode 161 of Land Party. Well, then, uh, why don't I take us out? Do it. Go for it. Then, thank you guys so much for listening to our cast. Episode 161, we uh, enjoy doing this for you. There's a couple of places where you could engage with us offline, or rather online, because we don't have a mailing address that I think works. Um, you can send us an email at podcast at pixelrader.com. Uh, you could find us on Twitter. Our individual Twitter handles are down in the description of every podcast episode. And you can find 
Omar on Instagram. We also have a Pixel Raider Instagram. We have a Facebook. We have a whole bunch of places you connect to us. And we also have an active Discord, which we should be more active in, but we're going to get better, I promise, <laughs> in our Discord channeling, um, where you can come play games, hang out, just talk, talk shit, talk pod, talk about games. Uh, it's a good place to be. Um, and if you wanted to support our show, there's a couple great ways to do that. One of them is just to share a podcast episode. If you enjoyed one of these episodes better than others, just share it. Um, find your favorite social media and send a link to out to some people and uh, see if you can turn some other people onto the show because we always appreciate having more listeners and it's nice to share content that you care about with others. Uh, Twitter is a great place to do this. Uh, we prefer it to Facebook. Um, and if you wanted to get back in a more meaningful way, you can do that by going to uh, iTunes and leaving us a nice review there. Uh, we always appreciate all feedback, and uh, we always do read those comments, so, uh, so keep them coming. Thank you for doing that, those of you who have contributed in the past uh, to our ratings board. Uh, if you wanted to give back and keep our lights going, keep our show running, the best way to do that is on our Patreon. You can become a monthly donor. As low as a dollar, anybody can become a monthly donor for a dollar a month, uh, which is at patreon.com slash pixelrater. We always really appreciate it. It helps keep our site going. Uh, there are fees associated with podcasting. There are fees associated with website hosting. Pixelrater.com is not free, but we keep it free for you by not putting any advertisements, and that's supported by the uh, really, really generous donations of our listeners. So thank you guys for doing that. Um, I think that's it. Um, I'm going to go play Sekiro because that looks awesome. I'm going to see if I can get a digital download code. Uh, and I'm going to play that thing today, and I'm going to tell you guys how cool it is. But y'all... Uh, hit up the gym with the wife. Should download... We want to watch Hellboy. Oh, tell me how Hellboy is. I want to know, know about that when you're done. I want to know if it's worth it. Yeah. Because I don't trust the reviewers, I don't care man. if it's good or bad. I'm all about a bad movie that's a good time. Yeah, that's, that's really it. where I'm at right now. Yeah, it looks and, and enjoyable. The, the thing that has me... You know, the reviews were one thing, but now yeah. everybody on, you know, in... in in the back of the Hellboy production are like going for everybody's throats. Like everybody's talking really? shit about everybody. This is your fault. This is your fault. This is your uh, fault. Nobody's like, yeah, we made a good movie. Maybe it's a shit Everybody's show, bitching at everybody right now. So mm. that has me uh, a little concerned more than the reviews. Mudslinging right, we'll, is not a we'll good sign. Tune in, tune in and you'll hear what Omar has to say uh, next week. I want to know. Okay. Later, guys. Later. <laughs> back.